Hey guys, it is 1.25 a.m. on Wednesday morning. Um, I haven't gone to bed yet and I am exhausted and I just took an edible, so we're going to see how this goes. I'm actually recording while I'm laying in bed because my Yeti Nano, the microphone I normally podcast on, took a shit and I couldn't figure out how to fix it and I'm tired and uh, I'm just I'm gonna try this on my phone because I know a lot of people are waiting um on this episode so I'm gonna try recording it on my phone and if it sounds like shit sorry it's the best I can do right now so let's talk about adult content creation and OnlyFans what's up my nacho fam I hope you guys are ready all the shenanigans that are about to ensue on this motherfucking podcast. So first question everyone has is, holy shit, Christy, you created an OnlyFans account? And the answer is yes. And the next question is always, I thought you were super against it. And the answer to that was yes. And now it's obviously changed a little bit. So let's start with what changed and why I created it. Um, What changed? So forever in my life, I have had to fight to like prove that I am, I don't know if worthy is the right word. To, to fight to show that I should be where I am, that I deserve to have a seat at the table that I'm at. I've just always felt that way. And I know that there's an easy way to make money using looks and appearances. I discovered that early on at 16 that I could get people to do what I wanted. Um, but I didn't want to use that. And I'm not exactly sure why, but I think my biggest trigger when I when I really think hard about it is that I wanted to prove to my dad that I could do it and I could make it. Um, and so I refused to do, like, in, in college, um, Playboy came to our school and everyone's like, Christy, are you going to do it? Because it's just like, I have always had a, like a sexual uh, part of my personality. I've never been super conservative about things and anything like that was right up my alley. And I was like, I would, but my dad would kill me. So I didn't ever do anything or act on it. And I would always joke about stripping and be like, man, I wish, I wish that like my morals would let me, I wish that I could do it. Um, but I was in, I was a bio major in college and I work in the tech field now. So very, um, male dominated fields. And it's like, you just have to fight so hard to have people take you serious and fight so hard to have a spot where you're at and for people to look at you and not just think like she's a dumb blonde or she's just like this dumb, pretty chick. So I was like, no, I'm never going to do that stuff. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it without that. I'm going to make it by keeping all my clothes on. I'm going to, I'm going to totally do what everyone thinks that I can't do. So that was kind of always what drove me to be like, no, I'm never going to do it. I'm super annoyed. I'm never going to do it. Uh, it was in the back of my head, I guess, but it was never even close to something that I wanted to act on. And then I don't know what epiphany I had, but I'm 38 now. Um, but very recently I was like, I made it. 
I was always trying to make it. I needed to make it. And once I made it, then I could like settle down a little bit, have fun, do whatever. And I'm like, what am I waiting for? What does making it mean? And I'm like, I have a great job, which I still have, by the way. Um, I have a house, like we're doing well, we can take vacations, money's not like super tight, you know, we have a roof over our head and clothes and food and we're not concerned about where our next meal is coming from. I'm like, I made it. So now what? And I'm always constantly looking for like another hustle, a side hustle, something to do to bring in more money. Um, I get bored easy. So I like to always be doing more than one thing at a time. Um, I may have bitten off more than I can chew. Uh, right now it's just, it's, it's so busy. Um, so sorry for all the ums. I'm realizing how tired I am and it's probably super annoying to listen. So I'll try to stop doing that. I'm like, I made it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. So I started with fanfics. I just didn't like the only fans name, the connotation that goes with the platform. So, and the fact that on social media, it's hard to link out to it because OnlyFans is very frowned upon because of all the sex work that's on there. So I started a fan fix. Um, I have a friend who has a major consulting business and I've known him for eight years, nine years. And he's always been like, you need to monetize your social media, blah, blah, blah. So I've worked really hard to grow an audience over 10 years now. I think I've been on Instagram uh, with like a five-year break that I took in there where I got off the platform. Uh, So basically 2017 till now, So the last five years, I've tried really hard to grow an audience and I was never exactly sure what I wanted to do. I didn't know if I wanted to like do training on the side because I was certified through NASA. I didn't know if I wanted to do consulting work on the side, fitness model type stuff for fun. Um, I did bodybuilding for a while. I started a podcast. Like I just do a lot of little things um, alongside my main job. So... We start talking. I'm like, hey, I'm going to do like sports betting and I'm going to do that over on fanfics and like some pictures that are maybe like a little spicier, a little saucier than I would put on Instagram. And he was like, um, I think if you're going to do this route, you need to like go full on like OnlyFans route and really try it and see what you can make of it. So we talked about it a lot. We've talked about it a lot over years of time that I needed to do something with with my social media platform. And we eventually were like, all right, let's just try it. And so he is kind of, he's my manager and my partner. So he helps behind the scenes, um, figuring out content and prices and platforms. Um, I do, I did my website. I built that myself and I do a lot of platform integrations because that's what I do for work. So that part's easy and very interesting to me. So um, I'm able to build that and then integrate any types of uh, apps or plugins that we need that go from my website to OnlyFans or vice versa. Um, so we decided to try it. Fanfix is a little bit difficult because a lot of people don't know the name and a lot of people aren't subscribed and it's like the number one rule of marketing. You don't try to bring new customers where you are. You try to go where they are. So after two weeks, I'm like, whatever. It was it was going good. We did, we did well. But decided to move over to OnlyFans because everyone was requesting it. So moved all the content uh, over there and then started up with that and, and we are now deprecating fanfic. So it's just going to be only fans because it is a lot of work to manage one. I cannot fathom managing two.
So now we have OnlyFans up and running. What now? You got to learn the platform. Uh, you got to figure out which content you're going to put on the on your main wall. You got to figure out which content you're going to gate and lock in your DMs that people pay more for. What's your subscription price going to be? How often are you going to post? How are you going to deal with the influx of DMs that come in? And you have to answer those. In addition to that, where are you driving people from? Like, where's your lead gen source? And for me, that's Instagram and social media. So you have to check those messages. Okay, so for anyone who's considering starting an OnlyFans, I mean, you're, you need to do some like soul searching. You've got to figure out if you're okay doing adult type of content for starters. Um, and if you get past that hurdle, it is, it's hard. It's really, it's really hard. I bet I put in over 40 hours a week just doing this content creation and keeping up with DMs and everything that goes along with running this kind of side hustle. It is not for somebody. You're not going to make serious money on it if you're doing it like two hours a day five, 10 hours a week, you're not like you might make some it, you can, you can grind, you can make good money. You got to work though. You really, really got to work. And I've been working really hard at trying to grow it. I really want to get to the top 1% of creators. And right now I'm at 2.1%. And so close, but not quite. Um, you will be shocked if you start creating content how hard it is to get people there and then to continue creating content because people are consuming content at such a high rate these days that they are ready for more content very quickly and it takes a lot of time and effort and you can barely get through the first content you push out and that some people already get and then you have an influx of messages you're trying to check, you're trying to send out new content, you're trying to create content, you're trying to actually like live also and breathe and be gone and you're trying to go run errands and people want this and want that and it becomes all consuming very very quick uh so that's something to consider how are you going to handle your messages this is another one where i know a lot of people use vas which are virtual assistants to answer their messages but it's very automated and people dislike that and there's a lot of issue with people leaving those accounts because they don't want to interact with the VA. They want to interact with the person that they're paying to subscribe to. So you want to make sure that you are engaging with your subscribers because they're your fans and that's why they're there. But you have to find a way to interact with them and then interact with anybody else from a lead gen source like Instagram where I have like 200 plus messages a day. It is it's, it is so hard to keep up with that and keep up with OnlyFans. And then a lot of people that are successful also have Reddit accounts and post on there as well as Twitter. Um, and those are two places that I haven't even started yet because I don't even know where the time will fit in to do that. So you have all this content creation that you need to do. You got to keep up with the content demands. You have to be posting regularly and you have to be keeping up with your lead gen sources. It is like everything I learned in marketing class, but just for adult content, but exact same principles. And how do you price something appropriately? Too high, too low? You know, are you going to undersell yourself? Are you going to price too high that you're going to sell or you're going to phase people out that can't afford your content or go elsewhere? So you are constantly like shifting and changing and adjusting to try to see what people like, what they don't like. 
you should probably ask someone of the opposite sex for help on content creation because I know I've done that and what I think would be good is not what guys want to see. It's like total opposite. So uh, it's good to consult with somebody. It's good to consult with people who've been on the platform and know it. There's a, I'm just trying to tell you, there's a lot of work that goes into it. It is a legit job. You want to do well, it's a job. It is a job and you have to treat it like a job. You can't get too wrapped up in what people are saying um, or even like the way they talk to you. It is hard to handle the way people talk to you on this platform. It is not the same as they'd be interacting with you on like LinkedIn or even Instagram. Uh, So that took a little bit of getting used to. And then the actual content creation itself. I'm lucky that I have a best friend who does makeup. And so when I do days where I'm like getting ready and I've done a ton of photo shoots for fitness stuff in the past uh, five years. So I'm, I'm comfortable in front of a camera. I'm comfortable doing a lot of this stuff. So that was the first hurdle. Um, my best friend does makeup. She also helps shoot a lot of the content I have. So I have like the most supportive best friend. If you don't, you have to figure out what do you need to shoot your own content? Do you need a tripod? Um, what like types of outfits are you going to wear? What types of setting are you going to have? Cause you want to have varied content. You have to have like a content plan the same way you would if you were doing social media planning for a business, you have to have that same kind of plan. And then you actually have to do that content, whatever that may be for you, uh, in front of a camera. And that can be hard too. It takes a while to get used to having a camera right up on you for adult type content. Um, and then also setting boundaries on what you're okay with and what you're not so that it makes it easier for you and for everybody who joins your site to know, like, I'm not going to make sex videos, so don't ask kind of thing. Uh, is there money to be made? That's the question everybody wants to know. Right. And so that's why I'm kind of saving it for the end of this. Um, there's a fuck ton of money that you can make in this. And I think people hear all these crazy high numbers and they're like, there's no way there. Yes, there is a way. Uh, the more raunchy, crazy things you do, the more the money goes up. So again, setting boundaries and like, there are certain things I refuse to do and it's, you'll miss out on those people, but that's okay. Cause there's always new people coming in that will like what you're doing. Um, if you treat it like a true business and you work it 40 hours a week, yeah, you can make good money. In the last three and a half weeks, if I averaged it against what I make at my day job in three and a half weeks, I'm making more on OnlyFans than I am at my day job, which pays really well. And I have an undergrad degree, a master's degree, and have been in the same field for 12 years. So uh, yeah, you can make a lot of money. It's, it's not easy money. It is not easy money. It is hard and difficult and it takes a ton of time and effort, but yes, there is a shit ton of money to be made and you totally can make that money if you work your business smart. Um, advice that I would have, I'm trying to remember everything that I had on this document on my computer, but since I'm in bed, I can't see it. Um, advice that I'd have for anyone starting is to lay out a plan on what you want to do and then like how you're going to how you're going to first lay out your content, what content you're going to put up right away, what your pricing structure is going to be, how you're going to manage DMs. Um you also are going to have to create an account and just start playing with an OnlyFans account to see how you even create content on the back end. 
and how you can like blast your subscribers with a, a new DM welcome message or blast everybody who subscribes um, a piece of content that you want to sell so everybody sees it. You need to just play around with it quite a bit so that you can figure out what you're even doing. And then I would say just go for it. Don't try to create perfect content because it's going to get buried. You need to post a lot on there anyway to keep people active. So just start posting. See what sticks. Um, and I don't know. Go from there. I know that there's still going to be a ton of questions on this. And um, I'm so tired. So I am going to go to bed. But I will. when I post this, I will open up another thread for people to ask questions. Um, so I can answer them there because I know this is like a crazy unconventional type of source of income and a lot of people have questions about it. Not that they want to do it. So I, so I guess some do, but most don't want to do it, but they want to understand better what's going on, how it works, um, who makes money, who doesn't make money, all that jazz. So I didn't want anybody to assume why I started it or like I lost my job or like something terrible happened. Nothing happened. I just realized I made it and I was, I made it by my own definition of making it and I was ready to have some fun and see what other types of side hustles I could get into and just decided to give this one a go and it's been very successful so far and I'm just getting better at it every day and figuring out what works. Um, and I'm lucky that I know how to do all the platform integration and website building so that makes it a lot easier and saves me money. Um, oh, last piece of advice. When you find someone that works well with you, like your manager, or if somebody's gonna if somebody's going to do your content for you, a photographer, or if you are gonna hire like a VA and you find someone you really like, pay them well. You're gonna make a lot of money, pay them well. Like take care of the people who are taking care of you because it's hard to find good help. And if you find somebody you want to keep them in your corner and have them working hard for you too so you both make more money. Um, okay, that's it. I'm going to bed. I'm really tired. Um, I'm totally open to people asking more questions about this. If I have to, I'll do a follow-up episode. If I don't have a new microphone, you're going to have to listen to me talk on my phone again, but hopefully I can figure out the kinks on that so that we can do another episode of this on my actual computer. So, okay, good night. Talk to everybody soon. Bye.